Good to be with you, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight, just after 7.30. Bears offensive coordinator Bill Lazor to join the program. Bears off the bye and back to work getting ready for the Green Bay Packers. Matt, good evening. How you doing? Good, Jeff. How you doing? Fantastic. Best thing you did all weekend. What was it? <laughs> um, relax at, at home. Um, I, I still watched a lot of football. Uh, still did a lot of prep which is, I think, important. And, uh, but I, it's also good to just step away and, and reset a little bit and refresh. I, I think when you get to this far into the season, um, no matter whether it's on a, on a four-game win streak or four-game losing streak, it's always good to just step back and, and see where you're at, reset, and, and that's the part that gets exciting as we move forward here. It's pretty impossible to let your mind wander away from a plan, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's hard. And there, I, I do, I believe that for the rest of the staff, um, the position coaches, uh, the support staff, um, others that are in the building that I, you know, and just for me being there in, in other roles, it is important that they go get away for a little bit, get to see the family, uh, be a dad, be a mom, whatever that may be. Uh, and, and just re- reset and recharge. Now for me, uh, in my role, it's a little bit different and that's okay. But at the same point in time, I, I also need to do that as well. And so that's, that's what I did for, for certain times of the day. But also you get locked in and you get excited to, to uh, as any competitor would, to get back on track. Well, as you're thinking through your own team and what needs to improve and how to approach the Packers while you're watching these games unfold, what crosses your mind? What are you noticing in the league right now? Well, I would say the biggest thing is that, number one, you're never out of a game. And we've, we've obviously experienced that all year long. Um, one other thing that you're seeing is – uh, the, the ability to play a clean game in, in all three phases. The, there's so many ebbs and flows in, in this game and teams that are getting down in the red zone and all of a sudden they throw an interception in the red zone and there's a sudden change. And how do you react to that? Do you panic or do you, do you stay the course? Do you fight back to get on track? And that's kind of what I've noticed is uh, the, the teams that are able to move the sticks on offense, the teams that are able to get turnovers on defense, they use that hand in hand and then they score touchdowns and, and they win games. And so um, it, it's, it's always interesting to step back and see how other teams are, are going. My, my position specifically, I like to see decision-making that coaches make in a game. And there's a lot of that that went on this weekend. So in, in review now, did the week give you any new perspectives on what has transpired and where is this going here in the final six? Yeah, well, I would say that uh, for us, you know, what we need to do is, is continue to fight every day together. The coaches need to do that. The players need to feel that. The players need to keep the energy going and know that it just takes one win, that there is still a lot of season remaining, uh, that at each and every game that goes by, uh, it, it really does, uh, you know, depending on what you do, mean more more and more as you go. So this one being a, a division game on, on the way, such a huge rivalry against a great team, it, you know, we are going to have to play our A game and, and go in there with a great attitude and, and just have, have an ability to, as we talked this morning, you want to expect it. You want to expect to win. You want to expect to play well. It's all about positive thoughts. And so that's, that's a part of the game that I, I really feel like can be one of our strengths and, and then we can get clicking. Particularly on offense, do you feel that the expectation to play well, the expectation to score points has been lost a little bit because of the frustration and the constant uh, stuck-in-the-mud type approach with with what's happened here in the first 10? Well, I would say that uh, 
yeah, for us to not play as, as well as we want to play on offense, it's the, the word frustrating is obviously what, what pops into your mind is you, you get frustrated and that can lead to other things. And then, and then what happens is, is generally, whether you're a coach or, or a player, you just start to press. And when, when you press, you're not, you're not playing to your highest, uh, your highest level of, of um, ability. So that, you know, what we need to do is make sure that we, we stay relaxed. We don't press. We make sure that we as coaches are putting these players in great scenarios. And then the players got to go out and they got to execute and they got to make plays. And um, it's a matter of both of those clicking at the same time. Uh, and, and so it is a long season and things happen for a reason. And uh, until we stop this and until we get better and score more points, we won't know exactly, you know, what could happen with a, with a great day of offense combined with a great de- day of defense and special teams. Are you using the extra day to, uh, to wait until Wednesday to make any decisions on uh, various fronts or, or at least not reveal at the moment, uh, whether it be injuries or the quarterback position? But is it, it is safe to say, as you, you referred to this a week ago, really on this, uh, on this show, that everything's on the table? Yeah, every, everything is for us. And, um, you know, that that's what I think is our job as coaches is to make sure are, are we putting everybody in the right position possible. But there's also that that fine line of making sure you're not just changing the change in certain areas. And then what are we doing? And that's that's on the coaching side, too. You know, schematically, what is it? Is it is it because of the the, the play call? Is it because somebody missed a block? Like, what are the whys? That we had the ability to go back and look at all that. I feel like offensively for us, the self scout that we've done, it was not fun. I'll tell you that it wasn't fun going going through and seeing uh, where we're at and and where we rank and all and all this. And there's some you know pretty uh, you know there, there's some things that you really want to you got to get fixed. And and so what we'll do is do everything we can to stay away from what we are doing uh, you know poorly and what we are doing well. And then let's do more of what we are doing well. Is getting the run game back to weeks one and two and three the key to the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. You have you have to you have to be able to run, and whether that means that uh, you know, it, whether it means you're running the ball forty times a game or twenty five times a game, you want to be productive with your yards per attempt. I think that's what's key. Is is where is that at? And then you got to stay persistent with it. And and but that's that's also. That's also the easy thing to go to and say, you know, yeah, you got to be able to run the ball. Well, you got to be able to do some other things too. And I think that's where for us, um, whether it's throwing the football to open the run or it's running the football to open the pass, we have to figure out whatever it is. I really don't care. You know what I care about is is scoring points, scoring touchdowns. And if that's not your mentality, um, I don't care if it's a a 14-play drive or a two-play drive. I just want six points. And and that's kind of my focus right now. Back with you on the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. We're brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. I'm Jeff Joniak, and the Chicago Bears and Proven IT are supporting Chicago small businesses. 4P Industrial Cleaning Corporation is this week's Small Business All Pro. Visit chicagobears.com slash smallbusinessallpros to learn more. Uh, Matt, stats always tell a tale, but so do your eyes. We focused on what hasn't been working that you saw. You said it wasn't pretty to watch, wasn't fun, but is there enough positives to harvest from the tape. Yeah, and, and because what's happened is, you know, when you're talking offensively, there, there's some spurts now and there's some things that we're doing well um, where we're, we're able to show that, hey, when we do put it all together and all 11 people are executing at the right time and we, you know, that things get really good. And so we try to hang our hat on that stuff as well. Unfortunately for us this season offensively, there's just been a lot more bad than good. 
And, um, you know, so we spent this time being able to look at, okay, for instance, um, third down, down, not just third down, but specifically an area in third down. And, um, you know, we've done a pretty good job, Jeff, at staying away from the third and longs. Uh, We're actually, we're actually doing well at converting third and longs where we're struggling right now is in that third and three to six area where you want to kind of live in because they're manageable and we're not doing as good as we should be in that area. So we got to figure out to ourselves, okay, how do we get better there? Right. Um, you know, other situational football areas that we can be better at uh, across the board. I, you know, again, in the red zone, um, being able to get down there and, and say, okay, you know, we got these different players here in this system and, and we want to be, you know, we got to score touchdowns. Is it through throwing the ball or is it running the ball? I don't care. I just want touchdowns. And so what we're going to do is figure out, okay, schematically, are we putting the guys in the right scenario? Are we targeting the right guys? Are we executing the right way when a play is called? And, and so when all that goes in unison, we can be effective and we can really help out our team. I know you're not going to say because you shouldn't. It's, it's, it's your strategy. It's your analysis. But when you did address all of those things you just said, were you surprised at what you saw, what you heard uh, from the coaches? And do you see fixes? Do you see where, okay, yeah, we, here's where we are going to get better at third and three to third to six. So here's where we are going to hit the right targets in the red zone. Has that been revealing to you, I guess? Yeah, it, it has. And, and I think that um, because we're all about answers and solutions, and that's kind of the, that's the fun part in coaching is, okay, uh, we're, we're not very good in this area. Well, what are we going to do to fix it? Are we going to just continue to keep trying it and, and say, ah, it's execution. These guys just aren't running or they're dropping the ball or we missed a block here. It was a, it was poor accuracy on this throw um, or, you know, mental error or, you know, bad play call. They didn't give us what we thought. Well, let's go ahead and let, let's, let's say, okay, what do we do? Well, who's playing well in these areas and let's get the ball to them. And, and then, but then also let's, let's hold these players accountable and let's hold ourselves as coaches accountable for calling the right plays in the right scenarios being efficient, being effective. And, and so I think that's where the collaboration of talking to players, um, talking to the coaches, getting different ideas, uh, you know, staying, staying um, open in that scenario will help us. And now, you know, when we get in that scenario, do we change and are we better? And that's what, that's what the goal is. Uh, Defensively, uh, the impact of Roquan Smith to me is the headline development of the first 10 weeks, because you, you are counting on a major jump. I think with the green dot on his helmet, he's taken that with some ownership, and you feel some of the leadership that we heard about at Georgia. That may not be vocal, but it is by action. And are you excited about yet what he can put out on the table here? Because he's setting new lines of scrimmages better than anybody in the league, playing one of the best uh, linebacking roles in the league right now. Uh, that, to me, is the big one. How, how do you look at it? The same way, and I think with, with Roquan is – What's impressive to me is he started off really hot and he's just become even better and better. And he doesn't, you know, there's just a pure consistency to the way he practices. He never gets too high, too low, but he, he just has this, uh, this leadership trait when he's out there in practice where he's just so focused. And I think what I'm seeing happen right now, Jeff, is a, is a great trust between him and Coach Pagano uh, on the headset. And, and not so much even just him trusting Coach Pagano, but Coach Pagano trusting Roquan when he's out on that field and and being able to get guys in certain areas and certain lineups and different fronts motions and shifts that you might see he's done an amazing job that's the mental side 
the physical side of him being able to run around and make plays and tackles for losses and at opportune times, guys are feeding off of that. Uh, he's becoming a player right now. He's currently a player right now that if you are scheming on offense, you have to know where 58's at on every play. That's a good thing to have when you have him on your team. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Learn more at whipley.com. Jeff Joniak with head coach Matt Nagy. How are you? How have you weathered the challenges of uh, everything that has been 2020, football and beyond? Yeah, no, I'm doing good. I appreciate you asking. You know that. I think that uh, um, just from what we've been through as a, as a team, as a family, as an organization, um, it's never easy. But, you know, when you have great people around you and people that support you, uh, you appreciate that. And um, these are these are what I, you've heard me say this a million times. This is what I've signed up for. This is what we've signed up for in this profession. And um, again, if, if it was going to be easy, uh, I would not be the only one in this role right now. And it's not easy. So you got to be able to have a lot of belief in the people around you, in your coaches, uh, in, in, in the, the personnel side, in a person like Ryan Pace and in Ted and George and these players and people that you're around every single day uh, that, are, that are just going to battle to do everything we can to get back on track. And so that's what gets you through it. And, um, you know, that's who I am. That's my DNA is to stay positive and to keep these guys going. I know that they're looking at me and how I'm reacting to this whole thing. And so that's very important for me, for them to understand where I'm at. And uh, as I said the other week, you know, you can quit or you can fight. Well, we're going to fight and we're going to fight each and every play. Uh, and then once we get that one win, we're going to take that one and try to stack the next one and see where this thing goes. One of the things that I love about Jalen Johnson, he, he does a lot of uh, interviews with the media, and he's very consistent. But before he was drafted, uh, I think somebody found a story about uh, one of the players he couldn't wait to see was Devontae Adams in the National Football. This is what, before he was drafted by the Bears. So he gets his chance on Sunday night uh, at one of the best receivers at the line of scrimmage, let alone everything else he does. But I love that confidence. And, and he's not backing down at all. No, he's not. I think it, that's just a respect thing that, that he has for Devontae. I mean, right now, Devontae and, and Aaron Rodgers are playing at a level that not many people are playing at. And there's, there's that ultimate trust that they have in one another. They've been doing it together for a little while. And it, it's, not, it's, it's hard to stop. It's not easy. Uh, that's what, they're having a lot of success on, on that side of the ball. They're high-powered, and they score a lot of points. So we're certainly going to have our hands full. I have a lot of trust and belief in our, our coaches uh, in our players on defense. I know they'll be looking forward to the challenge. Uh, but again, uh, when you have a quarterback and a wide receiver that are in unison like they are, uh, they certainly give you a big challenge. You know, I was talking with Tom about this, Tom there, uh, being an offensive lineman like himself, you know, loves the idea of the snap count and whatnot. And, and Aaron Rodgers is so great at the hard counts to draw people off sides because there's no noise, quiet venues. Does, does, does it harder to stop the hard counts? Cause it's already yeah. hard. Yeah, no, it, it, it gets hard. You can see it when you watch it on TV with the TV copies. Y'all can understand now. I mean, and, and they even add some noise to that. So when you're down there on the field, sometimes it's, it's, it's not loud at all. So it's a weapon for quarterbacks. You can use that as a weapon. And, again, he's one of the best to ever do it. He knows it. And they have, they have a great strategy to how they do it. So we have to make sure that we dot our I's and cross our T's on defense. And we, we, you don't let that frustrate you. And um, you just know that, okay, you got to really be detailed into in what you're doing. Your substitutions are crucial. You got to know how that goes. Uh, and then you got on top of that, you got to still make plays and stop them. So uh, 
you know, that's not even talking about their defense and, and the way that they're playing and, and moving around. And, and I think, you know, Mike Patton, I think the world of, I think he's a really good coordinator. Yeah, most of the same characters involved in the revival of this rivalry defensively with, with Zadarius and Jair and Kenny Clark, some of the big names on defense. They've added Christian Kirksey at linebacker. But what are you seeing in how they're playing football right now? They did draw a lot of holding yeah. penalties uh, against the Colts. Yeah, they did. There, there, there was a lot of penalties there. Um, you know, again, they, this is a team that I think, uh, you know, Coach Patton does a good job of fitting his players into what they do best. And, uh, you know, I think it starts with a guy like Zadarius Smith uh, on that edge. He sets the edge. And then his, his partner on the other side with, with Preston Smith and Kenny Clark on the inside. And, uh, you know, all these guys, I mean, I, the, the list goes on and on. They, they, they do things really well and they make you work hard, uh, both in the run game and in pass pro. Uh, on the back end, Jair Alexander is, is playing, you know, I, I've always respected the way he's played. I think he's got great ball skills. He's smart. He's savvy. He plays with a lot of instincts and, and, and King on the other side. And then obviously they have Amos on the back end with Savage. So all those guys, including their linebackers, um, they make it tough for you. And they they, uh, they they play a lot of zone and they play man when they have to, but uh, they're they're a good defense that complements our offense really well. Could be a big weather day in terms of wind. That's what I'm hearing uh, initially. So I'm braced for it, right? It's Lambeau. It's November. Knocking on December's door. In the meantime, you have yourself a happy Thanksgiving, all right? Thanks, Jeff. You too, man. Take care. This segment of Bears All Access is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Visit athletico.com to request an appointment in clinic or virtually and start feeling better tomorrow. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak, now joined by Bill Lazer, the Bears Offensive Coordinator. After the bye week, Bill, I trust you had a good week. Good weekend. Yeah, it was, it was uh, I think, a much-needed time for us to take take a little bit of time and go back, do some self-scouting, reevaluate. You know, did get to see the kids awake a little bit, too, so that helps. <laughs> Any chance to get away from the grind is probably still thinking about the grind for a coach in your position, isn't it? You know, certainly you, you do get to spend a little bit of family time, but you also have to take advantage of the opportunity to go back and, and – uh, you know, remove the, the emotion of some of the games and uh, the you have a little bit more time so you're, you're not in such a, a hectic schedule to, to go back and watch things, um, you know, maybe sort them differently, watch all the third downs together, watch all the red zones together. It's just try to try to come up with solutions and it, sometimes it's easier when you remove the emotion to, to, to see some of the issues that you think you can solve and uh, – try to get better at and we got a lot of football ahead and let's let's see if we can make it better with that being said did you have any oh wow moments that okay i didn't really see that before yeah i think i think there were little there were little things here and there but but i think uh we, you you try to get to the bottom of of things so i think as coaches we we spend all of our time correcting the mistakes that come up the issues obviously you're trying to spend time doing a great job being a teacher ahead of time but then when it, mistakes come up you 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 deal with them one at a time and uh now maybe during a bye week you have a chance to look at the big picture and just see okay i know we corrected these issues when they came up but is there is there a theme here that we have to do a better job with and sometimes that means look, we've made a lot of errors in this area. Let, let's eliminate even trying to do that because we're not doing it very well. And sometimes it means um, let's just see if there's a better way to teach it or if there are better people to put in that spot. Maybe are we asking the right people to do it? So I think a lot of those things, Jeff, come up. And 
uh, we got to take the information and be better going forward. How did it feel to get back calm place? Well, it would have felt better, I'd say, if we if we uh, scored more points, Jeff. So it wasn't really about how it feels. You know, it's really at this point, it's it's just about what can we do to be better. And, uh, you know, personally, you just ask yourself every day when you come in, what, what can I do today to contribute? So um, I guess that, that's I look at it a little bit more that way than than how it feels. How, how about being in the in the booth upstairs? Does it give uh, do you like that? Is that more up your alley? Well, I think it was it was eerie being up there with no crowd. I mean, I, I had obviously gotten used to being on the sideline without a crowd and having very little reaction. It was it was a whole different feeling being upstairs and not having any reaction or any crowd. It's it's a very uh, a very in, insulated area. Um, so it was, it was definitely unique. Yeah. I, I felt the same way as an announcer. I keep telling people I got to leave my headset on because at least I'm hearing something, whether it's yeah. fake or whatever, because if I take it off, why I lose my emotion. I lose all my juice. Do, do you feel that a little bit, uh, even as a coach? Well, you just, you just, after a good play, you wait for the, for the cheer, you know, and it doesn't come. So then you have to just double check to make sure we did, we really catch that ball because no one cheered. Um, I, I guess, again, down on the sideline, we got used to it. So I'm, I'm sure I'll get used to it, but uh, it, it's, it's different. It's a different year. And before we go to a break, earlier today, Bears head coach Matt Nagy still evaluating the health of quarterbacks Nick Foles with his hip glute injury and Mitchell Trubisky's right shoulder before determining who will start Sunday night in Green Bay. The first injury report comes out on Wednesday. Bears also placing safety Eddie Jackson on the reserve COVID-19 list. That designation required this year for players who either test positive or have been quarantined after having been in close contact with an infected person. And as my understanding, the latter is the case here for Eddie Jackson, so he could be ready to go against the Packers on Sunday night. Here with Bears offensive coordinator Bill Lazers. The Bears get ready for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the math, obviously, offensively doesn't read well up and down, but I asked even Matt this earlier tonight. Is there success hidden in those numbers that you guys are comfortable pulling out? Well, I, I think we've had a whole weekend or, or half a week to see the things that we've done well, and, and I think we just have to we have to make sure we're focusing on those and, and letting those things push us going forward. And um, some of it is is by people. You know, certain people have had success on maybe running certain routes or certain certain runs, and uh, and just just start leaning on those. And, and sometimes, you know, it's hard to take some schemes maybe that you you really like or we like and or maybe even the players like but after 10 games you look and you say well you know what it hasn't been real successful so maybe it's time to trim the fat a little bit on some of those things we were hoping would be better for us this year you just trim it out so sometimes you 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 emphasize what's good and sometimes you cut off what's bad hopefully between the two you know we we get together with the good stuff but um yeah i, I agree you don't want to spend a whole lot of time looking at the overall numbers because they're they're not they're not pretty. Plus, that's yesterday's news. Now it's a, a new, right. new paved road with six to go, starting with the Packers on Sunday night. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about the return of Cody Whitehair. Did that help things on the offensive line uh, a little bit in terms of stabling things and maybe moving forward? That will be a, a good place to begin at the center position. Well, I, I think I think. Uh, veterans on the offensive line always help you because they stay, they've seen a lot. They've been through a lot. I think things happen. So many things happen up front. It is a, it is a little different game than it is in college in, in a lot of ways, especially when you get to 
uh, third downs and blitz packages and, and the, the stunts and games and defensive lines in the NFL run, run. So a guy like Cody who's seen all that stuff before, he's been through it. Uh, obviously, he's he's uh, he's played the Packers before, you know. So I, I think it's I think it's a big help, and uh, I think his his leadership also uh, is a big deal. You know, I think right now when when you're going through tough times, you, you need to have all the leaders you can get, and so Cody, Cody's going to help us in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm I'm old school football guy. I love running games. I love. I love running backs. It's always been something that's resonated with me. So it's easy for me to always say, okay, offense begins with a running game, but it can be built, obviously, off the passing game too. But would it be fair to say that if that gets better, everything domino effect-wise will get better, however you want to establish it either way? Yeah, I think I think it's, it's – uh, it's easier, right, when you can make some first downs running the football. And I, I thought there were some times early last week where, where we felt like we were getting a little bit of a rhythm and, and certainly weren't taking negatives. <clears throat> but when the, when the run game's making you first down, get, helping you get first downs, uh, not only are you, are you moving the football, hopefully the, the first and second down run game is keeping you out of third down, right, which is critical in the NFL. And then uh, also it, it just it, it makes the defense make some decisions and let's face it, most uh, defensive coordinators, most of the time, uh, if they feel you running the football, are going to react to that, and then, and then it opens up other things. Now, do you have to do it? No, there's, there's some people that, that can they can get it all done through the air. You know, there are games where we've we've had to do that, but I think life is easier for for everyone when you can do both. Uh, Matt Nagy will uh, get into more on Wednesday about injuries and, and the quarterback position. But in general, and, and maybe the hope that David Montgomery be ready to return from his concussion protocol. But uh, as I understood it from Charles London meeting with the media last week, there was a package of plays maybe for each of the backs. And how did you think that all worked out with uh, Patterson, Nall Pierce, and Lamar Miller getting his first uh, touches? First of all, when, when you only get whatever we got, 50 plays or, or whatever the official count was, you know, when you, when you have one of those kind of games where you couldn't stay on the field long enough, then no one typically gets enough, right? I mean, you, you it's easy to come out of the game, those kind of games, and, and you have them occasionally, but, but then you say, well, why didn't such and such get enough? carries or why didn't such and such get enough catches or targets well part of that is uh you know when when you have one of those games where you can't hang on to the ball and stay on the field on third down uh i thought i thought for for uh patterson i thought cp did a nice job and uh, obviously had, had a little bit more higher percentage of the focus for us and had some good tough physical runs which which we expected him to do and and uh you know a nice third down conversion as a catch as a receiver so i thought that was great i, th- I think all the guys that played showed us something we'd hope to go in and uh, and to see that and i think uh you know when you, when a young player gets a chance to get the ball in his hands the first time you know everyone's kind of excited and and i think usual pattern is it's only going to keep getting better from here the Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lawrence Greeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. Our remaining moments with offensive coordinator Bill Lazor. What right now is the critical element of sustaining drives and getting time of possession? Because especially against team like the Packers who like they I think they lead the league in time of possession just to get that kind of confidence going and you hope it leads to points 
Well, I think I think you got to think every play has a chance to get you a first down. You know, and, and sometimes on, on some parts of the drive, it's going to mean first down, second down, and you're going to have to convert a third down. But let's let's be just as happy to, to call a first down play and execute a first down play and get a first down and just keep adding first downs together. So, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to discriminate between run and pass. I, I just think just the mindset of every time I get the ball in my hands, let's let's turn the chains and keep it going. And uh uh, you know, what, what you almost, you're almost at the point, Jeff, where you feel like if we just get that rhythm started, you know, it'll be a big uh, snowball effect and it'll keep going. So uh, here's, here's hoping we get that thing right. going right away at the beginning of the game. And, and no matter who the quarterback is, Nick or Mitch, do they need this? Like, do the players just need that snowball right now? Do you feel that from a psychological point of view? Well, I think, I think we're all competitors, right? And I think, uh, we're also human. So the human part of you says, gosh, we just need to get to get it started. And once we do, then we'll all feel the momentum, right? Then everything will be better. But, you know, as a competitor, I think we just need all of us, coaches, players, everyone to say, well, wait a second. Let me be the one. I'll be the one. I'll, I'll make this thing happen. And uh, whether it be with a play call, whether it be uh, you know breaking down film during the week, whether it be how we practice from a practice squad player, you know the, the look I give to the other side. I just think you know as competitors, that that's the attitude we got to take. I'll, let, let me be the one to get this thing turned, and not wait for someone else to do it. All right, quick glance at the Packers. Up, uh, what's Mike Pettin doing right now these days with his crew? Yeah, so I, I think. Uh, you know, I think you got a defense that's that's very multiple. You know, he's going to play a lot of defensive backs at times, uh, even even when you have tight ends on the field. And so, because of that, you, you're going to get a lot of different looks. But he, he's got a number of players now who have been in the system for a while, so they can do those things and be confident be confident with it. You know, so I think you, you see a lot of confident play, and in, in especially in the front. When you get a bunch of different looks, you get those defensive ends moving around in different spots and, and pressuring. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna try to put a lot of pressure on on your offensive line. So, um, you know I think a lot. So as you mentioned, like we talked about Cody, some of our guys have been around and and seen this this front before, so that helps. Uh, but I, I think we've got to match you know both great preparation during the week with with uh, physical intensity game day. You know that's it's not a real complicated formula it's just not always easy right nope nothing about the nfl is yeah that's for certain some teams sometimes make it look easy but that can change uh, in an instant as we all know well bill uh happy thanksgiving to you and and your family and uh, good luck with your preparation this week and thanks as always for joining us same to you thank you that's a wrap on tonight's bears coaches show want to thank our producers jordan tridup dan brilli andy gersher and lisa fielding most of all for you for listening happy thanksgiving all for bears head coach matt Nagy and offensive coordinator bill laser i'm jeff joniak wishing you a pleasant good evening this is news radio 780 and 105.9 fm wbbm good night everybody